It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Commanders fans? It's, I mean, what's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver, and my guy, Brandon Scott. Not the Commanders. The Commanders were so awful but uh, the other day. But we're going to talk about Corey Kispert's Media Day press conference and also Blau impressing in training camp. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. All right, guys, it's my guy Brandon Scott, and myself, the real Ed Oliver. Just made a shacked in a fool moment there. The Commanders, man, that game was so awful the other night. They still just they just got me messed up. So just you know, excuse me for that shacked in a fool moment there. <laughs> But uh, we're going to transition into Corey Kisper. We're going to talk about Corey Kisper. Then we're going to talk about um, Bilal in the open practice, how he played. It looked like uh, from what we were hearing and seeing on um, some socials that he played pretty well. And uh, we'll end it up with the uh, fashion show debate, of course, that everybody else has been going back and forth about. But um, I know you talked about it last episode, but I'm going to chime in on it as well. But uh, let's talk about Corey Kisper. Uh, we'll do quote by quote, whatever you know thing that we think they – that stood out from what he said um and i'll let you go first with what you thought stood out um a couple of really good ones but i've kind of started off uh, when he said that he wants to be better at defense if he, he wants to be if not on par with his offensive game but better and i think that's the final key for Corey kisper man we know what he can do well you know he's definitely a, a sniper but you know his ability to cut to the basket you know his instincts his basketball iq so offensively you know, he's well-polished, in my opinion. But on the defensive end, you know, if he can get average to above average on the defensive end, then we're definitely cooking when it comes to Corey Kisper. So, you know, the fact that he he identified that as a, as a part of his game that he needs to improve in is, again, a really good sign for Corey Kisper. Because, like I said, I'm a big Corey Kisper fan. Offensively, he is definitely polished, man. Um, But defensively, you know, that is, if he can improve defensively, he's really going to make things interesting to see what his fit is long-term, man, especially when you look at, you know, Denny, he's a defensive guy who needs to add offense. You know, Bilal is a defensive guy who needs to add offense. So, you know, guys kind of adding to the game is going to make things hard for this coaching staff to really solidify what this roster and, and this rotation is going to look like going forward, man, especially if you hit on all the young guys, man. So, you know, it's a good sign. You know, he definitely has his head in the right place as far as his expectations for himself going into the season. Right, yeah, it's something that he certainly needs to improve on. That is the weakest part of his game right now where teams certainly target for him. They look for him yeah. on the defensive side of the ball uh, to make sure they go at him. But, I mean, he uh, – and this is the quote that he said. He said, uh, quote, there were times last year where I get subbed in and out of games at the end of at the end for offense, defense, and free throws, and that just can't happen this year if I want to be the player I want to be in this league, end quote. So, 
yeah, I mean, he improved shooting wise, shot forty two percent from the three. I think he's capable of being a fifty forty ninety guy. Yeah, I do. I ever do I think he's going to be a shutdown defender ever in this league? No, he probably won't. But can he at least be a uh, a, 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 a not above average, but you know, on par or yeah. just a tough defender? Just make it tough on a guy, not just be a turnstile where teams are just looking for him and hunting him on the defensive side and going right at him every time. You know, he yeah. doesn't want to be subbed out. You know, he doesn't want his playing time to go down because he can't defend or just be, you know, a shooting specialist. You know, can yeah. he do more? Can he get some deflections? Can he make it tough on guys? Can he move his feet? A lot of it's just his foot speed. So I don't think he'll ever be in the elite defender, but can he yeah. be a guy where he's just not an easy target? And I think that's something that he's looking forward to doing. So, uh, you know, he doesn't want to be subbed out at the end of the games, just being a shooter. And then, you know, you put Denny in or somebody else for him. And um, so, yeah, I, I think I think it's good that he has that self-awareness. Uh, Denny has good self-awareness, too. He's saying the same thing where, you know, he just wants to improve on shooting. That's something that we've seen every year. And it's kind of the same thing with Corey every year. We're just like, OK, can he be a better defender? Is yeah. this the point where he just has to be on the bench where, you know, he, he just can't play because he's just getting cooked? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's definitely like I said, it's definitely a good sign that identifies that part of his game that he needs to improve on. Because, man, if he like you said, I don't. I've never really looked at him and said he's going to be a, a little league right. shutdown guy. I don't think it's going to happen. But like you said, as long as he can throw, you know, sh- show some energy on the defensive end, at least be an average defender, then I think it's going to go a long way for him. You know, as far as the trajectory is his career, man, because, I mean, if you look at <laughs> – I think the league is kind of shifting away from three-point specialists. You know, for a while you had your Duncan Robinsons, you know, you had a long list of guys who were specialists. But, you know, now – if you look at those contracts, a lot of these teams are trying to move on from Duncan Robinson, trying to move on from a lot of these contracts because they know that in this league, yeah, three point shooting is the you know is definitely a hot commodity in the NBA now. You know, but defense is making his way back. You know, if you look at a lot of the transactions the last couple of off seasons, Marcus Smart, you know, he went for a couple of first rounders, man. You know, Gobert, I mean, look look at the package that you know they got for him. So defense is definitely something that is making his way back as being. A preferred asset in the NBA now. So yeah, if you can add that defensive game, man, I think we're definitely cooking with oil when it comes to Cork Kispert. Yeah, I mean, you look at Bertans, we gave him a big deal. The only thing yeah. he could do was shoot. And when he wasn't making shots, it was kind of like, you know, he turned into a pumpkin. It was like there's just not much value there for him. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with Duncan Robinson with the Heat. Duncan Robinson played a lot better in the playoffs. So he did kind of play up to his contract at times in the playoffs, but it's yeah. kind of like when he's not shooting the ball well, it's kind of like, what are you doing? What value do you add, do you add to the roster? So uh, Corey wants to do other things. I mean, uh, Corey is a great cutter. I love the way he moves without the ball. He talked about yeah. J.J. Redick, and when he had to say J.J. Redick said that he had, he's a really good cutter. Um, yeah, J.J. Redick on his podcast, quoted, he was quoted to say, quote, he can shoot the, the, the uh, sugar honey iced tea out of the ball. But I really enjoyed him off ball, his cutting, deception, all that stuff. I think he's going to have a really good career. I'm excited to see him develop, end quote. So, yeah, and somebody asked Corey about that quote from J.J. Redick. You know, J.J. Redick was a shooting specialist. He wasn't known for defense. J.J. Redick did improve his defense throughout his career where, you know, he could get on the floor and didn't have to be benched defensively. And uh, I think, you know, I think Corey can do a lot of similar things that J.J. did, you know, moving off screens, knocking down threes, moving out the ball. So, yeah, a guy like J.J. Reddy giving him praise definitely does speak volumes. I know we talked about before the episode, before we started, how J.J. Reddy talked about some of the older players back in the day calling them plumbers <laughs> and, and all kinds of tradesmen and whatnot, being a little disrespectful to guys back in the day. But I do uh, take some stock in what J.J. Reddy had to say about Corey Kispert. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
you know, we can get into the bait that the old school mind frame is posted in new school. You know, that's a whole nother conversation. But you know, I definitely agree with him that you know, Corey Kisper on the offensive man is something that you gotta you gotta respect that shot. You know, you you know, it's not like other players on the roster where they, you know they give him your leeway. No, you gotta respect that shot. So again, you know, if he can add that defensive end, you know, that and improve defensively. We're definitely cooking. Um, another quote that really stood out to me real quick before we move on, man, was um, he called Tyus a professional point guard. He said he is a professional setup man. That you know, and then you know they kind of asked him, you know, was it from watching him or playing against him? He said, look, it's hard to play against him. You know, when you play against Tyus, you know, it, it's hard to guard that lineup because he is so good at setting people up. So that that that's another thing that really stood out to me, man. Because you know, we're definitely look a lot of high praise for Tyus. Jones, man, a lot of high praise with being that guy. And I know that we said last year, man, and by longer than that, that, you know, what we needed, man, is a pass first floor general. And if we can really, if, if Tyus Jones is that guy, man, you know, I know a lot of the, the media is painting us as probably the worst team in the NBA. I don't personally think we are. I think that if he is that floor general that he's advertised to be and what amount of scoring talent we have around him, they're going to be fun to watch. So, you know, you, you keep hearing high praise from a lot of guys. So, you know, hearing that from Corey Kispert, that says a lot because he was in, he was the second guy. Um, him and Denny are actually the two longest tenured Wizards on the on the roster. So he, he was kind of talking about that too, how, you know, it's kind of a gray area where, you know, to players such like Bilal Koulibaly, you know, he's a veteran. But to other guys, he's still a, a rookie. So he's still, you know, um, and, then, and I think Johnny Davis kind of said the same thing is that, you know, kind of gray area as far as uh, leadership, but still, you know, um, Corey Kispert is another name that we don't really mention a lot, but he is another guy in the locker room who could be a voice in this locker room. So there's a lot of leaders in this locker room, man. So he said a lot of things that I liked. And I think that like the most of the guys that we've covered as far as media day and reacting to that, his head is in, is, is he's ready to roll. His head is in the game man. he's ready to rock. He knows what he needs to improve on. He knows all these guys know, what the vision is for this franchise going forward. Cause that was another thing that was asked. Um, you know, do they do it formally? He said, nah, sometimes they just come up to you and chop it up. You know, th- this front office is letting us know what the vision is going forward. So everybody's on the same page and that has not always been the case, man. So that is definitely a good sign as far as basketball in DC, man, everybody being on the same sheet of music, man. I'm, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. 110%. Yeah. Corey said that uh, Tyus Jones has emerged as a leader in the locker room. That was in an interview after practice uh, a couple of days ago as well. So Tyus Jones has gotten a lot of praise. Uh, Corey's a guy that can step up as a leader too. This is his, what, third, fourth year in the league right now. So he's a guy that uh, can definitely lead by example. He's been there, done that before a couple of years. Uh, He's been under West a couple of years, so he knows what to expect in practice and in the games as well. So, uh, yeah, this is a big year for Corey. I mean, this is a year where it's not a contract year for him, but, you know, if he plays well, then maybe he can get an extension. Uh, in the all season. So, so it's another big year for Corey. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, also said that he played golf that helps him with basketball as well as made him as a, a better basketball player. I'm pretty awful at golf. So that was <laughs> good to know there too, probably with his shy accuracy, but um, yeah, we're going to move on to um, the open practice that happened the other day. Some news and notes that came out about that. Some player performances. Uh, I'm talking about Bilal Kulabali, but before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by game time. You shouldn't have to worry or by the uh, today's episode is brought to you by the Game Time app. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, 
and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So if you're looking to go to the Orioles game, I know they got the playoffs. I'm not sure if they won today, Brandon. Do you know if they won? No, sadly, they are down 0-2 wow. to the Texas Rangers, man. That's crazy. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So there might not even be a game five in uh, Baltimore. But if they do have a game five, definitely make sure you guys use the game time app. Um, I know it was probably sold out. I saw a lot of people, uh, a lot of traffic in Baltimore getting to the game today. So I know it's probably hard to get some tickets. So make sure you guys use the game time app, especially for last minute tickets. If they do make it to a game five, you can see the view from your seat before you buy the ticket, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive as well. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last-minute seats. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NBA. That's L O C K E D O N NBA for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, you can use the Game Time app to get the tickets to the Wizards game against the NBL team on Tuesday for the preseason. I'm pretty excited for that game as. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, so um, we're just going to talk about the open practice, some things that, you know, we saw online. Josh Robbins tweeted a couple of things out. Um, and I'll ask you this question. Um, so the starting five basically in practice, and I know it's way too early to talk to, to really take to take much stock into it, but Denny did not play in the open practice. Uh, you know, he's going through a couple of injuries here and there. Same thing with Gafford uh, with the elbow injury. And uh, starting in place for them was Blau at the three, and then at the five uh, was Danilo Gallinari. So does that kind of give you a little preview of what Wes is thinking of, you know, where guys are on the depth chart? Since Corey didn't start at the three, do you think that's interesting that he chose Blau to start at the three in practice instead of Corey Kispert? Um, yes and no. Um, you know, Denny, let me say this, man. Um, <laughs> He's got to get back. He's got to get healthy, man, because we said it time and time again, this is a contract here. And they are kind of similar players where on the defensive end, they're solid. They, they, they're above, way above average defensively. They have all the intangibles to be up there as far as defenders, but they're kind of waiting on their offensive game to come out. So, yeah, they, I, could I see this? If Denny's hurt, I don't think he's going to be hurt up to the regular season, but you very well, this could be the starting lineup because I know that uh, Danilo Garnari, man, you know, he, he's talking a lot about playing at the five. Obviously, the lack of depth at the center position, you very well could see Gallo playing at the five. Um, and I know he kind of made the comments where I don't really want to, but you got to do what you got to do to get those minutes. So, you know, there's potential for minutes at the position. So, you know, we got to boost his value up for a trade. You know, I'm all for it, man. I mean, like I said, because we're not expected to do much. So if we're going to mismatch here and there, you know, figure out lineups, I'm cool with that. Because, again, the objective is not to – I don't want to say tank because I know that a lot of people in the organization don't like saying tanking, but we're not going to be very good. It's going to be very entertaining, but we're aiming for a top five pick. <laughs> Let's be real. So I'm all for it, man. You know, see what he can do at the five. Um, He's got the size. Now, as far as, you know, really matching up against a lot of these centers like MBs and, I mean – 
<laughs> I don't, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be mm. tough defensively. We're going to take a step back defensively. But, but Lau, man, if he can prove that he can be average offensively, and, you know, obviously the shot has to get faster. Um, He's got to work on his handles. But, man, you could be cooking with something if, if his offensive game can come along. But, you know, like I said, Denny, he's got to get back, man, because contract year, you know, this time off, man, especially, like I said, if Bilal shows something in the preseason and training camp, you know, you people are going to be looking like, you know, look, um, <laughs> what, what, you know, do are we going to keep Denny around? And I know I'm going to get hit, you know, that it is what it is. But, um, and I, I hope that Denny plays well, man. But look, here's the thing. You know, you got a guy who was drafted by this front office. So, you know, if you're not available, you know, we, we both said it, e, availability is the best ability. You know, if you're not if you're not playing and this guy's playing well, who knows? I mean, you could see Blau start. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of lineups to be worked through. We're dealing with a lot of injuries. You know, Gav's out, Shemet's out. You know, Denny's, uh, Denny's dealing with his issues as far as um, being healthy. So, but it's intriguing because, like you said, Josh Robbins, um, he's hitting three-pointers. You know, he's showing energy on the offensive end. I'm the same, man. You know, if he plays well, you know, he could leapfrog Denny for that starting three spot, man. So we shall see. You know, we're getting up there, man. We're getting close to, you know, obviously, look, first preseason games here. We're in training camp. You know, the first game of the year is, what, the 23rd? So, I mean, we're mm. getting up to that point, man. So I want to see him – I want to see Denny get healthy. But Bilal, if he can figure it out – and obviously he's not going to be polished within two, three weeks. He's not, he's not going to go from not being good offensively to all of a sudden he's hooping it out. No, he's going he's gonna to go through his growing pains. But offensively, he's not – you're not really starting from scratch either. You can see where he's got an offensive game. He just needs to work on certain things. And that comes with playing in different leagues. You know, NBA is going to have to get a faster release. You know, people are going to get up in your face in the, in the NBA. As opposed to some leagues, they don't. Some leagues, they don't. You know, not every foreign league is like cut the same cloth. Some are more defensive-minded, more offense. But he's definitely got to work on some things. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is not so much Bilal's performance is that Denny's hurt, man. And look, if, like I said, again, if Bilal shows that he can do it, he he then he could get leapfrogged. And I think that's gonna say a lot about what his future really entails in DC. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it is it's interesting that Blau started and prior, like I said, it's just practice, so we don't want to take too much stock in it right now, but it could be a preview of the way Wes is thinking. Uh, it kind of tells me that Denny is the starter. I think Wes wants Denny to start to start the season off because yeah. I mean we've seen Corey at the three many times before. So I think he would have just played Corey at the three. Um Mescala did not started the five he was the backup behind Gallinari oh, excuse me and um Denny so Denny most likely will be starting at the three but yeah like you said I mean I, I do think Denny will be ready for game one I think we'll see what happens with the preseason I'm intrigued to see if he plays in the preseason game or not or they hold him out for precautionary reasons I I think he should play as much as he can but if, yeah. if they want to be safe I, I understand it but I, I'd rather see him play just getting ready for the season but yeah, I mean, he he definitely needs to he he has to be ready, has to be healthy. He cannot have any setbacks or you know slow start kind of like he did last year where he was injured from the all season with FIBA, kind of eased his way back into the lineup. He did start, but he he just had a slow start. Then he lost starting job. Anthony Gill was starting. Then towards the end of the season, when everybody got when a lot of guys got traded, a couple of guys got traded. Well, actually, not a couple, but Rui got traded, and then Tommy Shepard really made it a point for him to start, get more playing time. We know what Tommy Shepard said about that. Uh, you know, so I, I do want him to see him start on the right foot and start off hot. 
But Blau, him playing well in the um, practice, I think it's a good sign. And, you know, when they bring in a new guy, you brought up that they drafted him. They drafted Blau. That guy is kind of, you know, he's, 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 he's just right behind you. He's right behind. He's not too far behind you. And they, they want to develop Bilal. We'll see if he does play in the G League. But I do think that they want him to play towards that last part of the season. I think once they make some trades, I do think they want to see Bilal get at least 20 to 25 minutes per game. Yeah. Uh, 110%. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Jenny. But um, I do want to talk about some of the tweets. Uh, we'll we'll probably just leave the fashion show alone. <laughs> <and probably talk laughs> about another time. Because <laughs> I know people might be tired of it. But before we do wrap this episode up with a couple of Bilal highlights, uh, highlight talking about how he played, uh, we're going to get to a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Jace case. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why the Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind. So then you're not just hoping that you have access to medication or an emergency room nearby. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. And I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> I'm a big believer in being prepared for national disasters, wars, anything. You know, definitely have what you need for your family in emergencies. So I'm a big believer in that. And you can get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Calm. So um, before we move on, E, um, I didn't mean to cut in. Um, I guess I, I, looking at Denny, man, um, I mm-hmm. guess another thing to kind of look at, um, obviously everybody knows about world events right now. Um, that's another thing that could be affecting him. Uh, he's from Israel. Obviously, there's a war going on. Uh, so he definitely his mind is on his family and his loved ones and make sure everybody's safe. So that, that's another thing that's kind of, you know, war is unfortunate. But to be in this situation professionally, knowing that you're in a contract here and then, you know, having to worry about your loved ones is, is a tough situation for Denny, man. And I, I just I really hope that he can get that playing time, you know, get it, be able to have a clear as mind as he can and perform this year. But like you said, Bilal is there waiting in the in wings. So like I said, it's, 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 it's unfortunate. Because he's in a bad situation right now with his health and that going on, so it's gonna be interesting. I think that you very well could see Blau at the three, man. But we'll see. I think Denny should be ready for the home opener. But then again, you know, if you look at um, the year that Rui, you know, Rui had um, the Olympics in Japan, and he was doing some, doing some issues, and they gave him time off. Do they give Do they give Denny time off? We'll see. So I think there's a lot of variables to kind of look at with that situation. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm looking at the update. Uh, on Denny as well. So uh, Josh Robbins also tweeted out that uh, West Hunsell Jr. said the Wizards injured players are making progress. Neil Gafford with an elbow sprain and Denny Avdia with back tightness remain per- partial participants for practices. And the Wizards, they put out, I want to say they put out a tweet supporting Israel. The commanders did as well. Um, so they definitely have Denny's back. And I know they want to make sure that he, you know, he's doing okay mentally uh, for sure. 
So, you know, I am wishing him the best. I think he will be ready for game one. Uh, it's definitely a lot to take on as a, as a young guy in, in Denny Obvia for sure. So um, definitely sending my support his way. But, um, yeah, it, it's a big year for him. We've talked about this numerous times. And, um, yeah, he's just got to show up. He's just got to show up this year, whether he's going to get a contract from here or a contract from somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, either way, for sure. So, so it's a big season for him. Uh, but, yeah, I'll read a couple tweets, and then we'll um, wrap it up for today. I'm, I'm just excited for this preseason game. Tomorrow we're going to yes, do a sir. preview for the preseason game against the uh, Australian squad. But uh, Josh Roberts, he tweeted out, it's important to keep this in perspective since it's a light intra-squad scrimmage. But Bilal Kulabali blocked a drive by Corey Kispert and hit a left corner. Three and both plays were impressive. This was on the, in the open practice. Then uh, Josh Roberts also tweeted as well. He said, actually, I should amend the first part of that statement compared to last year's open practice. This is a much more intense practice. Xavier Cooks just took a charge from Jules Bernard. Um, let me see if there's any other things he said about Bilal as well, because I know he tweeted out some good stuff about Bilal. He said, Bilal Kulabali just took a charge from Corey Kispert, resulting in an offensive foul. One Corey Kispert, so Corey, so Blau already hit a three. He had two threes, took a charge, and he blocked Corey Kispert. So it looks like he uh, had a, had a, did a great job against Corey Kispert out there. So yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see what he can do. I'm I'm really looking forward to see what Blau can do in this preseason game. Uh, he, if he can keep that up and just you know be a decent three point shooter, he doesn't have to be an elite three point shooter, but if he can block shots, take charges, play well on the defensive end. Um, rebound the ball well, do some of the things that we saw in summer league, get a couple of transition dunks and just wreak havoc on the defensive end. I think he can have a solid rookie year. Do I see some G League time? I, I do see a couple G League games. I don't see a bunch kind of like Johnny did. Johnny played in 20 games in the G League. I see about 5 to 10, and then I do see him having some impactful defensive games for this season. Yeah, same here. I mean, I do see a little bit of G League time, but offensively, you're not dealing with the bare minimum. You know, he's got athleticism. You, you you see him drive, drive with power. I mean, he dunked on a few folk in summer league. I mean, that three-point shot, if he can build his way up to being consistent, and I'm not saying it's going to happen this year. Obviously, he's got to get a faster release. Confidence has a lot to do with it. You know, especially with young guys, man. You know, we talk about confidence. You know, Denny Avia, you know, he, he dealt with confidence issues. Uh, Johnny Davis dealt with a fair share of confidence issues. And I'm sure Kispert has as well. You know, young guys, man, you know, that's the biggest thing about young guys that when when it's all good, confidence is up, they're rolling. But when it's down, how do they perform? How do they, you know what I mean? So it's gonna be interesting to see how he, you know, mentally he deals with his first year in the league. But you know, that offensive game, man. You know, you look, I was looking at some of the videos from practice, man. I mean, look, the shot, it ain't broke. You just got he has to work on that release. That mm-hmm. is it. I mean, if he can have a consistent three-point shot, because defensively, if you look at his intangibles and the fact that he's still growing. And his wingspan, I mean, he's going to be nasty on defense. And he obviously can drive, just working on those handles, you know, working on certain moves. So, yeah, it's an evaluation year, and it's all about development for him. But as a finished product, when he finally gets to that point, man, I I think that he will eventually be that 3 and D guy that we've been looking for for a while in D.C. So I'm intrigued, man. I'm excited to see how his game's going to evolve. And I'm, really, I'm excited for all the young guys, man. I want to see underneath this new regime how all four of these young guys really perform. I'm excited, man. Because, like you said, um, the comment they made that practices are more intense. Look, like you say in the military, man, you 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 train as you fight. Look, if you mm-hmm. if you busting it out on, in a practice, you best believe in the games they're gonna put that effort in there, man. So I love what I see from this organization as far as every step of the way, man. The front office, you know, practice, you know, I'm just seeing all the good, you know, all the right things happening. So I'm very excited to see how these young guys go, man. Because a lot a lot hinges on these young guys. 
And you can say the less pressures on Bilal because he was the guy that was drafted by him. So you see a lot of pressure on Kispert and Denny. And you best believe on Johnny Davis, man. So, <laughs> right. Yep. So we just want to thank you guys for uh, watching and listening. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow. Uh, we will be previewing the preseason game, just some things that we're going to be looking for. We may get some injury updates before we record as well. So we'll see who's going to play and who is not. Uh, but we just want to make you guys make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.